Hello and welcome to episode 30-30 of the Sports Puzzle Podcast. We are going to go over just a little bit today. It's definitely going to be a shorter episode because the next two days I'm going to do half of the Brack March Madness breakdown and half of the other bracket the next day. So uh, a little Tuesday and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in a row podcast coming up. Uh, so today I'm just going to jump right into it um, because we are dog sitting and another dog is about to arrive pretty shortly and then it gets pretty crazy. So, yeah, I mean, I could go in another room, but I'm just going to try to punch this out quick. So, I'm going to talk about kind of some random things with sports, and then I'm going to maybe talk about all the teams in the March Madness bracket, just call them out quick. Um, Yeah, so I'm just going to jump into it. Here we go. So, Lance Lynn in the Minnesota Twins, he... Got signed for a one-year $12 million contract. Uh, Word is that he was kind of a good deal because of the ice-cold market. Um, And, yeah, we just were able to snag him. So we got him. We kind of played the waiting game, and Lynn had to kind of just accept it, which isn't bad. 12 mil for one year. Um, Solid pitcher. Very excited about this move. Uh, yeah, he's, he's 30 years old, coming from the Cardinals, and he's got a 3.38 ERA for his career. Um, pretty good numbers. He's a good pitcher. Uh, I would, I mean, we're paying him 12 million, so he better be good, and he's going to be good. Um, a lot better than what, it, it just makes our pitching staff and our whole team overall more confident. Um, I like the move a lot. Kudos, kudos to our uh, GM, Falvey, for doing what he's been doing so far. Uh, appreciate it. Okay, other baseball stuff is not, not too much stuff here I have written down. Uh, but Snow did jack two bombs. I didn't even write that down. That just came to my came to my mind. Um, we did have like a nine-run ending that I was watching. Uh the other day, and that was pretty sweet to watch, just an offensive explosion. Um, but, okay, so other Jake Arrieta, he, coming from the Cubs, he was kind of a big, the last big name of the three was now Alex Cobb waiting to be signed, but he signed a three-year, $75 million contract for the Phillies. So the Phillies get better overall. Um, helps out with Aaron Nola, too. That, the Phillies are an up-and-coming team. Uh Next, we got Jonathan Lucroy. He's a catcher. Um, he was got picked up by the Rockies last year. Just had not a good year. Only like six home runs and just not garbage, basically. In prestige conditions in Coors Field. Um, so he got traded from the Rockies to the Athletics. There's not much to say there. I don't even think Lucroy is a top 10 fantasy catcher this year. Um, he might get you like a 280 average, but... Maybe double-digit home runs. I don't know. Not not exciting move, but... Okay, that's it for baseball. But the Twins, I guess, man, really good. And we're talking about a four-man rotation for the early season um, because it's just due to the scheduling and the time, and it just makes... I mean, they're, they're just going to roll for it for now, which is Lance Lynn, Jake Orderizzi, Orderizzi and Jose Barrios, and Kyle Gibson... 
I that not necessarily that order, but it could be that order. Lynn, Orderizzi, Orderizzi, god dang it. Uh, and Jose Barrios and Kyle Gibson. Barrios could definitely climb the ladder quick, but I I don't know. I think we have to put the two guys who's got more experience in front of him for now because he hasn't shown I mean, he's shown flashes of greatness. Started out the year great, but last year. Um, but, yep, I don't know. Twins team overall, we are definitely gunning for the Cleveland Indians. We are we are, we are, are gunning for them, and it's, it's a lot closer in my eyes from the moves that we made and the talent from what we saw last year and how the clubhouse has been pretty much rolling. So, let's go, Twins. Okay. T-Wolves, we beat the Warriors uh, the other night, which was awesome. That was a big win. That was a big, big win because now we have a pretty easy stretch coming up. It's not easy. You know, NBA game is quite easy for the Wolves without Butler, uh, but we got some winnable games going, and if we can keep – we can kind of control our own destiny. So let's go Timberwolves. Let's get this last uh, push uh, into the playoffs, and let's do this. Uh, but fantasy basketball team ended up getting the three third overall. I uh, got the three seed, so I'm playing against the sixth. But my team is a little injury uh, plagued, and some of my guys looks like scheduling. Just I, I'm down like six starters, I think overall. But there's strategy. All I got to do is win five categories, and this is what the team I got, and I got to do something with it. So I'm hoping I can pull up the victory. But I think I'm actually the underdogs of three seed right now. Um, we'll see. All right, so Tiger Woods, I watched uh, that final round four, um, and that was the Valspar, and that was epic. Um, he was good. He got he was pretty much in second place pretty much the whole final round. He was in first by himself after like hole two, um, but it was it was fun watching him. He couldn't quite make those. Putts. He seemed like he always had kind of a longer putt, and then he couldn't clutch up on the longer putt, except for the one when it mattered. And then he, mit- I mean, he had a putt to go into the playoffs with Paul Casey, and he played really well. So, uh, yeah, shout out to him. I mean, a lot of people probably read, and it's crazy thinking he's just now that he's just doing good in a tournament, all eyes on him. But it, it's crazy how big of an impact Tiger Woods was. To everybody when he was really good and that crowd after every swing it was just crazy listening to how get in the hole <laughs> oh it was, it was it was pretty hilarious compared to the other competitors out there um definitely tiger woods <laughs> took control of the crowd um okay that's golf uh yeah i guess the browns they made some moves. <laughs> they got Tyrod Taylor and Jarvis Landry. They could pick uh, their first. They had the first pick, and they can pick uh, Barkley and Saquon Barkley. And man, that and they got Duke Johnson back there too, kind of as a scat back and the receiving back. Uh, ooh, and then you get mix in to complement Jarvis' position, wide receiver with a little Josh Gordon on the outside. Tyrod with his proven success. I mean. How do they not just turn it around? And they'll probably win five games next year. We'll see. All right. So that's what are we at? Seven minutes after for just that. All right. That's about all I got for the updated. Again, this is just kind of a quick random one. 
um, give some updates. So the next two I can just focus on purely March Madness, um, unless some crazy stuff happens in sports. But I got to touch on that, I suppose. Okay, so March Madness. I'm just going to go over... Um, Go over the field. So what we got cooking here. And then I'm going to break down probably... I don't know which ones I'm going to choose, but I'll break down two of the regions tomorrow, two of them on Wednesday. So then all the regions will be covered before the the main tournament starts Thursday, the final 64. Okay, so in the south region, the upper left, if you're looking at your bracket, or once you look at a bracket and fill one in, it's your upper left, the south uh, number one seed is Virginia, and they're playing against the 16 seed UMBC. Uh, I should probably get the full name here, but maybe I'll just roll with uh, what they have on the bracket. Okay, so Virginia versus UMBC, and it's, I'm just going to name the matchups, I guess, and call that good and then this is going to be an episode so if you have no interest in march madness or the brackets or what i'm about to say you can probably just stop listening unless you just want to roll with it so okay that's the first matchup in the south and then i'm just going in order in the bracket number eight seed creighton plays a nine seed kansas state and then we got the five seed kentucky versus the 12 seed davidson um Davidson reminds me of Steph Curry. He went to college there. They're a Cinderella team. Kentucky's been a dominant force for a while. John Calipari and his squad. He's got a super young squad this year. Um, Kansas State, don't know too much about. Creighton, um, yeah. Okay, so number four seed, Arizona. has always been a pretty good team in the tournament. Um, playing against 13, Buffalo. Then we got six seed Miami versus uh, Loyola. Loyola. <laughs> Loyola. Loyola Chai. Let's see what the actual name is. Let's see if it gives me it here. Yeah, it must just be Chicago. Loyola Chicago. Okay, they play Miami. And then we got the three seed Tennessee versus 14 seed Wright State. Then we have the seven seed Nevada versus the 10 seed Texas. Okay. Texas is where Kevin Durant went. Whoa. But yeah, Texas hasn't really made its name too recently in the tournament for going too deep. Um, maybe they will this year. Okay, then we got number two Cincinnati. Who's a pretty tough team to play. Um, I guess they're a pretty tough team to play. <laughs> That's the word. Uh, and they play against Georgia State, number 15 seed. So that's what's going on in the South. I mean, th- I'm going to break down my picks. That's the whole half and half. Uh, next two days is all going to be all about. So, yep, let's keep going here uh, before those dogs get here. The West is the one seed Xavier versus 16 seed, well, did I? Okay, yeah, this one's a play-in game. Uh, there's 68 teams technically left right now, four play-in games. Um, 
so this is one of them. The NCCU versus the TXSO. So probably a Tex, um, North Carolina. Um, let's see. Let's see. Darn it. That was the game above it. NC Central. Okay. Anyways, I guess I'm not going to. It's NCCU 16 seed. I guess it doesn't really matter because the one seed has never lost to a 16 seed. Um, but I should still be able to get the schools. But failing right now, NCCU versus TXSO. <laughs> okay. Number eight seed, Missouri versus nine seed, Florida State. Then we have the five seed, Ohio State. And 12 seed South Dakota State. Then we have four seed Gonzaga versus the 13 seed UNC Green. Six seed Houston versus San Diego State. Then we have the three seed Michigan versus the 14 seed Montana. Michigan had a little run last year. Um, can they do it again? I think it's kind of a popular pick with Michigan going kind of deep. Uh, last year they had they lost their guy uh, Walton Walton Jr. Um, he he's not there anymore, but they still have a solid squad. Um, we'll see. Big Ten, Montana. Yep, they're playing. And then seven seed Texas A and M versus ten seed Providence. And then we have the two seed North Carolina Tar Heels versus the fifteen seed Lipscomb. <laughs> What? Lipscomb. Okay. So that's the west, the bottom left bracket of um, of what's going on here. So now we're going to jump up to the right side, which is the, the east. And the east is number one seed Villanova versus the play-in game. 16 seed, which is the LIU or the RAD. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. And then we got the 8 seed, VATEC. <laughs> VATEC. Let's go. Versus 9 seed, Alabama. 5 seed, West Virginia. Versus 12 seed, Murray State. The four seed Wichita State. They've been a popular team for the past years. Um, they lost Ron Baker and some other guys. I think this might be an upset. I shouldn't say that yet. They're going against a 13 seed Marshall. Six seed Florida versus 11 seed play-in game. That's T-B-O-N-E or UCLA. Probably like St. Bonofficial. Versus UCLA. Okay. We got the three seed Texas Tech versus the 14 seed SF Austin. SF Austin has made their name in the tournament uh, kind of recently. Um, but, yeah, they've made their name before. Arkansas versus Butler, the seven seed versus the 10 seed. Uh, Butler's been... In the tournament, quite a bit. A little, 
Uh, Brad Stevens, the Celtics Celtics head coach now, is there with Gordon Hayward, which is who is also on the Celtics, but got injured. Um, Butler's been good for a while. Who knows? Then we got the two seed Purdue against 15 seed CS Fullerton. Um. Yep, that's the East. That's the top right. That's what's uh, going to be broken down tomorrow. We're going to see what I choose. I pr- I might go over two different brackets. Because I'm doing kind of more of a chalk bracket. Because I'm in a... Actually, well, yeah. I'm doing some chalk bracket and uh, kind of a crazy bracket. Because March Madness is pretty crazy. And getting a perfect bracket. And nothing just goes as planned. Uh, so it's kind of nice... And I think I might just go with the first bracket I did last night after they were released. And I might just go with my very first bracket that took me about a minute and a half to complete. But who knows? Okay. Down for the last one. Bottom right. The Midwest region. We got the one seed Kansas who's been there a while. Bill Self. Um, yep, he's coached there for a while, and Kansas has always been a pretty darn good high seed. Um, or is it technically low seed? Because since one is low (laughs) in the tournament. So, yep, Kansas is the one seed again. And they're playing against NC... Ooh, I gave a little portion of my bracket pick out. Sneak peek, that's the only part. I have NC State beating Satan, not Seton Hall. Okay, so Kansas versus Penn, 1 versus 16. And then we have 8 seed Seton Hall versus the N seed NC State. <laughs> and then we have the 5 seed Clemson versus 12 seed New Mexico State. And then we have the 4 seed Auburn versus 13 seed Charleston. Then we got the 6-seed TCU versus an 11-seed play-in game. The last one. ASU versus Syracuse. Must be, what, Arizona State versus Syracuse. And then we have Michigan State versus Bucknell. That's the 3-seed and 14-seed. Then we got Rhode Island, the 7-seed versus Oklahoma and the 10 seed, they're an interesting team. They've lost like 12 of the 14 or 13 of the last 14 games. and But they're led by Trey Young. And he is kind of the type of player that can make your team go pretty far in the tournament. And they started the year off really hot. so But in March, like right now, they're not playing well and winning. So I don't know. They could make some noise. Then we got the 2 seed Duke versus 15 seed Iona. Duke's always there. Always a force. Always there with North Carolina in the brackets. It's always fun. Heck yeah. Okay, so now that's what I'm going to talk about tomorrow in the next two days. So we got a 19 minutes here. Uh, that's, that's uh, yeah, that's all I got for you. So stay tuned for the next two episodes, and maybe I can help you with your brackets. Or maybe other people in my leagues that I'm in can just listen to this and know what I'm picking. <laughs> okay, well... This is Brandon. Uh, signing out. Episode 30 of the Sports Puzzle Podcast. Hit us up 
on Twitter, other social media, search for Sports Puzzle, and then give us a five-star review and add a comment. Peace!